Podcast. It's Dane and Wags. Uh, good morning, Wags. Good morning. Uh, we are recording here Saturday morning. Um, beautiful morning down here in the Madison area. Uh, and uh, um, right now we are in the, the, the throes of, of Packers interviewing uh, for their next head coach. Yep, and the playoffs are happening in the NFL starting today. I can't wait to watch the Chicago Bears lay an egg this weekend against the Eagles. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, We can take some solace in the fact that the Minnesota Vikings, uh, their Super Bowl trophy case remains empty and unused after a horrendous quarterbacking performance in the in the the home stretch by their multi 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 million dollar quarterback so um maybe i'm a little and a little melt and a little, a little mini meltdown too by by, by, by by captain kirk as well mini meltdown <laughs> i like it wags yeah. yeah so i mean obviously their season is over so uh you know that's interesting one of the the cool things that we don't have to get super into this uh just to celebrate on on the vikings demise a little bit because hey why not Mm -hmm. uh is Everybody's talking about, oh, Rodgers has too much money, but guess what? Yeah. The Vikings uh, don't have very much cap space. No. They have almost no cap room, uh, mm-hmm. and they've got a bunch of guys. So uh, way to go in, in giving Kirk Cousins all that guaranteed money. Yeah, uh, yeah, That makes me very pleased. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, a year or two from now, with some of that cap money getting eaten up, Kirk Cousins might have to play linebacker for the Vikings, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. So um, we're going to get a little bit into an update on the coach search and uh, who's interviewed so far and just our general thoughts on on where we're at um, but before we get into that uh, Dane and I thought it'd be fun to just uh, do a little season in review and and look at all of the uh, players and and their performance overall just by position group yeah. I'm not necessarily talking about you know who's free agents although that'll I kind of tie into this a little bit as a preliminary discussion but more so just overall performance of the position groups and the individual players and who looks to have definitely a role on the team next year, maybe mm-hmm. solidified a role on the team next year for some of the younger players or yeah. newer players that were on the roster this year. And some, some guys that, you know, maybe um, might be on the way out or, or will have something to prove uh, to make the team next year. Yeah. Um, so I think a quarterback, <laughs> I think we know who our starting quarterback's going to be next year. Yeah. Um, safe. Before we just move past, as a quarterback, mm-hmm. you've mentioned a couple of times now you're not so sure about Kaiser. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I'm curious who's going to be in the room with Rodgers after Kaiser, uh, both with um, with um, with uh, Kaiser and also with Tim Boyle. Um, Boyle had a really I'm, – I'm going to just go ahead and pass over Kaiser. I'm going to make the bold statement that uh, Kaiser's not going to be back as the backup quarterback of the Green Bay Packers okay. next year. Um, I thought week 17 – 
I showed that he's, you know, a team that didn't really show a lot of um, effort, I didn't think, in Week 17. It looked like they were ready to uh, wrap the season up like a lot of us fans were. Um, Kaiser just didn't seem to have um, – he didn't show anything to me that made me think that he was the guy going into next year. I think that he was a um, – Mike McCarthy kind of guy that they wanted to bring in. Uh, I know that Goot, uh, I believe, had mentioned that he he thought that uh, he might have some skill set as well. But I I just don't see a scenario where where Kaiser comes back because he didn't show a lot of promise. I don't think he really differentiated himself in preseason. And then when he had an opportunity to play in the regular season, he just wasn't a guy that um, that showed any real ability. I thought to um, to even manage a game. That's fair. I mean, certainly when you look at the results, you uh, can't argue with that. I, I'm I'm going to disagree, though. I think, you know, they certainly didn't make a huge investment in yeah. getting Kaiser. They were clearly ready to move on. Um, uh, and, and so that, that trade, you know, it, it wasn't a huge uh, trade. I mean, I certainly we... we we just weren't we're going to move in a different direction there um and in the thing is though i i just don't see where unless they're going to sign a veteran to, yeah. to be the backup which hasn't been the packers mo um really i, I know that we had <laughs> uh some uh fringe yeah. veteran guys uh you know that, that have been there in the past but aside from seneca wallace <laughs> um right. they've all been more guys that have come up through the Packers system. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I don't really see where they're going to invest in a, in that spot to make a huge upgrade. Um, but uh, in any event, um, you know, and, and bringing in the new mm-hmm. coaching staff, I, I almost feel like you want to just see what they can do mm-hmm. uh, with perhaps a little bit more of a known, uh, sure. uh, you know, um, stability there. And there's not so much turmoil around that. Um, so I, I'm going, I don't have a, a ton of uh, expectation for Kaiser, but I, I, I have a slight disagreement. I, I think he'll get a chance to earn his way back on the do, roster. Do you think, year. yeah. So I, I guess to, to, to be fair, I, I, I do think, you know, he probably comes back to camp. I, I think you're right on that. I may have come out a little strong on it, but I, I just I, I'd be a little surprised if going into twenty nineteen regular season he's the, the backup quarterback. But I, I don't think that there's any negative in keeping him on, you know, through the off season and into OTAs and into into training camp. Um and maybe I'm wrong, right? And I and I could be surprised. I, I am curious to see how Tim Boyle progresses as well. I thought he had a really nice preseason. He had some really nice games I thought um and we obviously didn't uh didn't see him he didn't dress much during the regular season and um you know no offense to Tim but fortunately we didn't have to see him play in the regular season because that would have meant Rodgers was down and we were in a in a really tough predicament but um fascinated to see his growth as well but I I think there's going to be more competition and more quarterbacks going into 20 sure uh and and I would be on board with that too mm-hmm. so okay let's move on to the running back group so uh, we've got uh, some uh, two guys to be I think excited about I, yeah. I, I honestly I thought both Williams and obviously Aaron Jones took a step forward this year definitely um so um uh there's there's really no questions there um I, there's 
a little bit of uh, uh, room there to I think to add some depth. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really see anything beyond those two guys. Um, so I I would expect to add some a, a new name uh, to that group or yep. two. Um, and but uh, as far as um, that position group as a whole and and both of those two guys individually, I think we got to feel you know very confident moving into next year that they both clearly have a role in this uh, in this offense. Definitely, Wags. I. I... I, yeah, we're we're fortunate that um I, I we found our guys. We, we really have Aaron Jones is is a beast, and I I really we we say it week in week out. I really like Jamal Williams too. I think he's a really good back. He fits what we do. I think that um the frustration earlier in the year was that um Williams was earning more carries at times than Aaron Jones, and that was um I think a little bit frustrating. But that wasn't a knock on Jamal Williams. I just think that um Jones has that pop, but Jamal Williams is a power back. He plays well. I think he has pretty good vision too and I, he's definitely improving year to year I, you can see his improvement um, I don't think that um, the other guys that are on the roster right now you know we we had some injuries obviously Jones went on the IR and um, um, we we added some backs and um, you know late late in the year Capri Bibbs came on but we didn't see him get a touch Levon Coleman also was on the roster he also didn't get any touches I think those were guys that that came on board because we just wanted to have an extra back um, but I don't think, um, I, and maybe they, some of those guys go to camp with us, but I agree. I wouldn't be surprised if we took a flyer later in the rounds at, a, at a, just a third running back that can come in and, and add to the running back room. But I'm guessing right now the third running back, um, unless proven otherwise, isn't currently on the roster. Agreed. Uh, one thing that you hit on with Jones is uh, he's had some nicks. I don't think he's injury prone, but he definitely needs to get stronger in the offseason program sure. um, to prove that he's a guy that can handle that 15 to 20 touches mm-hmm. a game um, because uh, the offense is shown. We're definitely yes. a lot more dynamic when he can do that. Um, so, uh, you know, yeah, injuries can happen to any player. Uh, so I'm not overly concerned about it, but a young mm-hmm. guy seems to have a great attitude. So he does, both, yeah. both he, he and Williams, I look to, you know, hopefully they get stronger in the off season and, and just continue to step forward because they're, um, I, I know everybody's really high on Jones, but I, I really think Williams is, yeah. is very important to this offense moving forward. As and they're well. definitely, those are Green Bay Packers. Right. Like those are guys like they have that personality where I think that uh, I I see shades. Dare I say I see shades of Edgar Bennett and Dorsey Levin. It's nice to have those guys. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it. Um, but do you think fullback? Do you, it was it was fascinating to see we didn't have a fullback for a good portion of the season. We we went into camp with Ripkowski and uh, and um, you know by the end of the year we had Vitali. But that I really did think that lended Vitali lended himself to um, Mike McCarthy. He, McCarthy does like to have a fullback. New coaching staff. I wouldn't be shocked if we don't have a fullback on the roster. Um, with as good as. Uh, Williams pass blocking mm-hmm. is uh, that's one position that you know Sean Coon really made yeah. his name and was able to be on the roster yeah. for so long he's just so key on third down and, and pass blocking mm-hmm. they really didn't have a good uh, uh, running back that was that was really solid there during that time period yeah. um, it, it's just it'll depend on who the coach is and what they want to do for their scheme uh, the way that uh, 
the league has tended to move is you've got a lot more tight ends lining up in more of an H back and you put them in motion and they become the de facto fullback. Um, so to me, that's probably more likely that they mm-hmm. continue to go that route. Um, you, you've just got more options. I think when, when you're calling plays and you can, can just slide the, the tight end and H back tend to be a little bit bigger, more yeah. athletic, probably more likely to be a, a receiver. So it depends on the player and personnel. Yeah. I, I would not, uh, say that there's definitely a fullback on the roster that will they'll come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but uh, who knows? I, I, mean, I liked Vitali though in in the limited. He had a couple times that were there were a couple glaring missed blocks, but that I mean that comes with the territory. But I I, I personally am a fan of the fullback position. I do like the fullback position. I um, I thought it was fun that we we added somebody late in the year again. Um, so I'm pro fullback, but I I agree. I think it's all comes down to scheme, right? And and because that does take up a valuable roster spot that could be going to that fourth tight end potentially. Yeah, it's going to be the player and the scheme because is that a guy that's going to be a key special teams contributor? I mean, yep. there's there's more that goes into it than just, well, do we need a fullback? Right. Um, right. But uh, in any event, um, yeah, I, I, he was fine, but I, I don't think there's uh, that he clearly established a spot on the mm-hmm. roster moving forward. Um, certainly, he's probably a camp guy and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, Wags, going, going from position to position um let's let's make a move over to the wide receiver position it was a position in camp last year that was loaded with young guys um going into the the new year um we do have uh, a free agency questions and i think um we'll go a little more in depth i think into the uh, free agency uh, maybe in a future episode um but um the you know the Elephant in the room is Randall Cobb is a free agent, but we got a lot of other receivers on the roster. Uh, my question to you is, um, who are the guys that you think out of that receiver group that have just just made the um, made the choice easy for the coaching staff and general manager going into the new year that they have a roster spot? Well, despite kind of dropping off in the second half of the season, I think clearly uh, Marquez Valdez Gantling uh, established a role. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, even in the last couple of weeks, um, <laughs> showed some bursts and getting open, just didn't quite connect whether that was uh, Rogers um, yeah. be missing him or if, if he just didn't quite run the, the crisp route that was needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we, it could be a little of both. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, certainly he's a guy. I think St. Brown showed that he's going to be on the team. I don't know if he showed enough that I'd say I'm definitely comfortable going into camp with this with St. Brown being a, like a 3-4 right, guy right. next I year. Um, he reminds me a little bit of some of the guys that we've had in the past that have have, have come in and uh, you know um, showed some some burst here yeah. and there. Um, you know, um, it, 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 so it, it's it's it remains to be seen. I, I I don't think he proved that he's definitely an integral part of the offense moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I won't touch on Cobb as a free agent, yeah. but I will pose it to you this way: If Cobb wasn't a free agent, what did what did his performance this year do to you? You know, uh, let's say that he was still had another year on his contract. Mm-hmm. Would you say Cobb has definitely? He's still definitely like your second or third receiver going into next year, or is he? Or is he battling for a spot on the team? Right. Um, and right. to me, I, I think it's the latter. Uh, he he he. 
clearly has a connection with Rodgers, um, but uh, he hasn't been healthy the last two seasons, mm-hmm. and he's been up and down too. Um, when he's been out there, uh, you know, he he had some great moments uh, this season, sure. um, but. Uh, it started off the season really hot. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, you know, and maybe he wasn't fully healthy at the end of the year. I don't know. Uh, just didn't really seem to have much of an impact uh, at the end of the season. He had a couple nice catches against the Jets. But um, the the reality is, is this is a guy that um, his performance on the field has dropped off in the last three, four seasons. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, We've the, seen that decline for a while. Yeah. It's realistically. Not, it's not just, uh, oh, he... He's a $10 million receiver. Right. Do we bring him back in free agency? I think it's just as much about the performance and what we can expect from mm-hmm. him moving forward. Uh, that He's got to prove that he, uh, you know, they could sign him um, to, uh, you know, a, a lower deal, mm-hmm. uh, but he would be battling for a job on right. the roster to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, then as, as far as um, some of the other young guys, uh, you know, Jamon Moore, just really didn't show anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing on offense. No, and, like re- truly nothing. I'm not even trying to be uh, critical. He just wasn't a presence on the offense. He played some special teams. They worked him in there, and he was dressed on some game days. But um, yeah, I, I agree. I was a little disappointed that even in Week 17, we didn't see him, you know, running an awful lot of routes. And when he was out there, he wasn't getting separation. Right. And I mean, we don't have to mention Devontae Adams, obviously, no. just stud, uh, awesome season, probably offensive MVP. Um, but but then, you know, look at Geronimo Allison. Restricted uh, free agent. Restricted free agent. No. I don't think he's a guy that I would be surprised if he commands a ton of outside interest. No. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I think he's coming back. But, again, you know, uh, it seemed like we had some hopes for him this year to step mm-hmm. forward. And, you know, he had an injury. So uh, those things happened. But he wasn't able to establish himself as right. part of the team you know, a clear contributor. So it's hard to say for sure what his role is mm-hmm. moving forward. I, I think he uh, definitely, he's just another guy that's going to have to go out there and and with a new coaching staff, yeah. prove it. Um, so uh, so we'll see what happens. It's, it's very interesting to me um, that uh, outside of Devontae Adams, uh, I think, you know, yeah, Valdez Scantling took, showed that he belongs, but I don't trust him as a number two receiver moving mm-hmm. into next year the way I think we thought we might be right. um, yeah. after what we were seeing in the first half of the season. Yeah, no, he definitely hits uh, the, the rookie wall, I think. Um, and, um, yeah, they were they were all kind of jockeying for position, I thought. Um, the, the young guys, they were pushing each other. I I, I was impressed by, by MVS overall. I think, I think he's definitely a guy that we're going to be able to count on, but um, I... I also do believe we may, in fact, need to add another another guy in the room going into next year. Um, we're going to have a little bit of money to play with, uh, whether it's a, uh, a veteran presence or, um, dare I say, somebody a little bit higher in the draft. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we have another guy coming in uh, next year into this room because um, right now we've got a lot of guys that I think we, we – have high hopes for still because we do expect a rookie to second year leap. Um, but I, outside of Devonte, you're right, Wags. There's not that guy where I'm like, we can count on this receiver week in and week out to get separation and make plays for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and they're going to be they're going to be learning a, a new offense. Yeah. Uh, more than likely, I mean, yeah. either way, it's going to be a different system, different coaches. Um, it, you can bring in another guy through free agency or draft, but 
you know, then I guess if there's a time to do it, maybe this is it. Everybody's kind of on the same page in mm-hmm. terms of the learning curve. So, um, but yeah, then they still they have to build that chemistry and and relationship with the quarterback. Yeah. And we saw that didn't really work out great uh, for most of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw flashes, but it, it it takes time to build that. So you add another new guy into the room, uh, unless it's you know a standout player that it just gets open so right. much that Rodgers can just feed him the ball. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see. I think we'll, once we get into the free agency and the draft, it'll be interesting to see what kind of names we can look at. There. Yeah. What did um, you, what did you, real quick before we, we leave the receiver position, I was impressed by Jake Kumaro late in the year. I thought that he, he uh, showed a little bit, and I know he's kind of a fan favorite, and he was a guy that showed a ton of flash in the preseason, but um you know, late in the year, Rodgers is clearly finding the guy. Uh, even in, even in week 17, he, uh, uh, you know, he had a couple a couple plays there against the Jets. Of course, there was the broken the broken uh, defensive play where he, he had the long touchdown. But um, I I just want to make mention that I think. Um, uh, Kumaro will definitely be invited back to camp and have a chance to battle for a spot too. Yeah, thanks for remembering to mention him. I, uh, he's yeah, he's got to prove it though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's another guy. Um, injury um, hasn't, uh, you know, he's he's shown that he understands. I think the offense, his assignments, he he's doing what he's supposed yeah. to do, and he yeah. he did establish some some connection and some chemistry with the quarterback. So so that definitely matters, but. Um, you know, you got to come out and prove that you can do it on Sundays and that you can be healthy. And, and uh, he didn't, unfortunately, yeah. do that this year, um, despite all of the, the good feelings around him and coming out of camp. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think clearly he's a guy that... Uh, that has um, some confidence in not just the quarterback, but mm-hmm. um, but they're uh, with Devontae too mentioning and being excited to bring him back as well. Is Trevor Davis done in Green Bay? I, I think so. Yeah. We need to um, invest in in. It's going to be a new direction in special teams. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's done. And, it, I, I well, I, I don't know. I, I think he's also at that point where um, – you know, you can just bring in someone cheaper. So I, I would expect the, them to invest a draft pick in, in um, or two into yeah. guys that can, are multidimensional and, and have that uh, return game aspect to them. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move to the tight end position. Um, I, I, I've been on record as saying I think Jimmy Graham's was a very big disappointment um, from, from at least where my expectations were I wasn't expecting an all pro tight end um, but I was expecting a little bit better chemistry with Aaron and um, you know there there were some drops there Um, they just didn't seem to be on the same page all year and maybe that's some of that's on the quarterback but I also think that um, Graham didn't quite look like the same guy and it was kind of odd because he's a big guy he still seemed to have some speed it just it felt like a a square peg in a round hole at times and I I mean he'll definitely be coming back um, but uh, I, I, I've got a little bit of concern there and it, I, I would like to see us maybe add some youth, uh, potentially that position in the draft because behind him, um, I, I think Lance Hendricks, it's about time for him to, to go. I don't see a scenario where Mercedes Lewis is back with the team. He was on a one-year contract. And, and then, uh, finally, uh, I do think that Tunyon showed some potential, um, but he's another guy where, um, he's probably going to be battling for a position. What was your take at the tight end position going into, or at this 
past year. Yeah, it was a disappointment for this group overall, yeah. for for sure. Um, I, I really thought that we were going to see more involvement uh, in the past game in particular um, from not only Graham, but from Lewis, yeah. frankly. I think he only had three catches all year. It drives me crazy. Uh, it really does. I it, thought he had more goal line potential. Yeah, and I don't know if that's on Lewis and Rodgers and, or if it's just a play calling. Um, I really think it was more of the play calling. Honestly, um, the way they used Graham in the first few games was just horrendous. Mm-hmm. They were just trying to force the ball to him, and they were at the goal line. They just split him wide. And I, the the issue with Graham is I'm going to use a basketball analogy. Yeah. He just doesn't play above the rim anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't high point the ball and just get up high above the defender the way that he used to to yeah. use his height to his advantage. Um, he's kind of like if you if you look at Blake Griffin five years ago and Blake Griffin today. Uh, it's mm-hmm. clearly a different player. Um, so whether, but that's not that's incumbent on Graham to figure out how to transition and to still make an impact yeah. at this stage of his career. Which he can do. I think he can. Right? What do you? I mean, do you think? He's well past his prime, or do you think there's a way for him to still contribute to this offense? I think he can contribute to this offense. I think he was misused. I don't. I I think that McCarthy and the maybe even the quarterback and maybe Graham for that matter still think that he's a guy that can go out, across the middle and stretch the defense and go in, and high point and get that ball above yeah. the the defender and he proved that he can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember more than a couple of uh, hand, a couple of plays this year where he actually came down with that catch. Right. So um, unfortunately um, we're not getting that version of Jimmy Graham, but. I hate to say that by default uh, mm-hmm. we have to rely on them to come back next year, but I think that's kind of the situation because there's where where they've invested the amount of money that they did in him. I don't necessarily think it might be a little bit of an overpay. Clearly, it looks like that at this point. Yeah. Um. But I, I don't think that they're going to cut him. Um. They it would be a little bit too much of a cap hit. I would rather roll the dice and he's the guy I'd rather just see come back. Mm-hmm. New coaching staff. Let's see if we can scheme him in a way that's going to make more sense sure. year two with Rodgers. maybe it's not better uh but the upside is that it could be mm-hmm. um and and so i i would like to see uh what we can do uh in the year two between jimmy graham and, and aaron Rodgers. i think we need to have him split out and do more short routes mm-hmm. um he that was that seemed to be where he did most of his damage this year yeah. in the underneath routes and kind of the out routes across uh, uh, it, instead of having those longer stretch routes. Yeah. Um, and then at the goal line, uh, it, it was just atrocious the way that he was used. Mm-hmm. And, and for that matter, most of the Packers offense. So. I, I agree. And, and I mean, use that big body, right? And especially on the goal line. I, I looked at him in 2019. I really hope... Um, we can utilize him more on those third and fours and third and threes. And, yeah. and right now, I mean, to see him go on, on these on these long 15, 20-yard routes on third and three was, was um, I thought, um, like coaching malpractice almost it, at times. It really was. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not an NFL coach, but um, it doesn't seem like – and it's not going to work every time, or they're depending on what def- the, what defense is dialed up. But 
why are you not having uh, Graham run a short route, um, and then you've got a running back released in the flat, and you're mm-hmm. isolating it against the li- uh, linebacker, even if there's two guys out there to cover, right. you've got Rodgers rolling out, pressing the line. Now the defense has to make some choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just didn't see any of that this year. Um, so I, I think there are some opportunities to scheme some of these guys open a little bit more mm-hmm. and get them more on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't expect... Um, um, Kendricks to be back next year right. either. Um, I, I don't see how I, I think they could invest a, a, in the draft in a tight end, um, but you wouldn't expect that player to be ready to step in sure. right away for a big role. That's sure. another big reason I, I don't think that they're going to move on from Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can develop someone, uh, you know, uh, early to mid round tight mm-hmm. end if that's opportunities there. And, you, um, and, and they, seen, yeah. perhaps they can develop in the next couple of years. Um, but um, I, I think that's the most likely scenario. Mm-hmm. They're going to get younger um, and they'll move on from, from Graham and, and from Kendrick, or not Graham, I'm sorry, um, from Lewis and from Kendricks. And I do think Tanyan's a guy that I don't expect him to become a major focal point of the offense at any point in his career, but um, he might have some uh, a role on the team. I think moving forward, he'll, he'll have, have to earn it. He'll have yeah. to earn a spot. But I, I would I would say he showed enough that um, that he can definitely have an opportunity next season. Yeah, no, I, I I'm with you, and uh, you know we we have seen uh, some of these early mock drafts, and you know take them for a grain of salt. I have seen a couple uh, different places where uh, they have the tight end from like Iowa as maybe our like second first round pick and like the 31st pick or whatever it's going to end up being um but um yeah i i agree i i I don't i don't see a scenario where we walk away from jimmy graham and i also frankly don't think we should i i I think that he does have the uh some ability left i i don't want my disappointment to come off as writing him off because i think that i'm glad he's on the team i think he can contribute and i guess that's where my frustration really came in was that he wasn't being used the right way and when he did have his chances it didn't seem like he was in sync with the offense not that a lot of people did outside of Devontae adams uh, and then aaron jones this year um but but i I, i'm in complete agreement i I do think it's time to move on from kendricks and from um, mercedes lewis and get a little bit um a little bit younger a little more athletic and um and just retool that position all right so staying on offense lastly let's look at the offensive line um i think the offensive line actually performed very well this Mm -hmm. season um and clearly um bakhtiari and lindsley i would say are are locks and they played extreme i mean congrats to big bakhtiari on his all pro selection he's well deserved he's awesome right he's another like packer yeah yeah absolutely and and um glad he made it through the season it seemed like he got nicked up a little Mm -hmm. bit at the end of the season but um um, for all intents and purposes, made it through the season pretty healthy. Um, so uh, no, nothing really to say there except for awesome season and mm-hmm. clearly uh, one of the best uh, left tackles in the NFL. Yes. So happy to have him on the team. And I thought Lindsley uh, performed uh, uh, very well this year. Iron Man. Yes. He just plays. Yep. Yeah. So um, doesn't really, not really a known commodity. Um, doesn't stand out, but yeah. sometimes that's a good that's thing good. from your center. So Well, and, and Wags, I mean, and you and I both know, and I think Packer fans know, if you're playing the offensive line position, it's not a question if he's hurt or not. 
dude was hurt probably all year, but yeah. he played through it, right? Yeah. He's one of those guys where, like, he just, like, wants to play football. He's he's definitely becoming a leader on that offensive line. He's becoming one of those guys, and I'm so glad he's on the team, and he's locked up under contract, too. Yeah, so um, let's let's talk a little bit about so, the guards then. So mm-hmm. we've got Lane Kaler, and then I think we um, had some under – a little bit of underperformance uh, from from the right guard spot. Sure. Um, so what, what are your thoughts on, on the guard position moving forward? So, yeah, I, I think Lane Taylor's a good ball player. I like Lane. I think he's definitely part of the starting five. I think he's going into next year. He will continue to be. Um, I, I think did that he, did he take a little bit of a step back this year? I mean, potentially. I thought the I thought the the other side of the line was was a. Uh, um, Kind of, I pulled my hair out a couple times on, but I, 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 maybe a little bit, but to me at least, and and um, just watching from television, right? I, I thought that overall, he, after becoming a starter, I thought he surprised a lot of people a couple years ago, and he, he's probably hasn't gotten all that much better, um, but I, I think he kind of just stayed pretty steady um, from my perspective. I, I like Lane. I think he's definitely a part of the five. He's not the problem on that offensive line. No. I, well, I don't think we really have a particular problem. I, I would say that we uh, have an opportunity, and, and there's going to be uh, a need to to go get a, another guard. Yeah. Um, McCray was, I think, disappointing um, to the sense that he went into the year as as a starting as a starting guard for us, and and um, partway through the year, Byron Bell stepped in, and I thought he stepped in and played as well as he possibly could have um, on that. But I, I do see uh, opportunity for growth um, at that spot, maybe yeah. a little bit more. Byron Bell's a, a free agent. Uh, McCray is a restricted a free agent. I wouldn't be shocked if we bring McCray back. I think that he's got enough talent to to be in the mix on that offensive line. But I also would not be shocked whatsoever if we see us invest in the draft in the uh, both in the 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 guard position and and uh, quite possibly at the tackle position depending on our situation with uh brian balaga yeah i would say that um i agree bell was fine i think he was definitely a guy that it was clear they wanted to make sure that they had um, some depth um yeah. on the line uh and and it paid off i think to sign him mm-hmm. um he was fine uh, he was a bad he I think he performed as well as you could expect for a, a backup coming Definitely. in. Yeah. Um, so to me, he fulfilled his role. Uh, and for that reason, I would be fine if they gave him another one-year contract. If they need to, mm-hmm. um, maybe even just as something that's a, um, a bring him into camp. So you again, so you have some additional depth at that position. Yeah. Um, because for what his role was, I thought he he performed. I thought McCray. Um, I agree. I. I think he had his op- uh, an opportunity to really step in, and and he I don't think I think he underperformed, and or it, I shouldn't say that just didn't really live up to the expectations for the opportunity he was given. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I wouldn't be surprised if they move on from there. Um, it would be interesting to see. Um, you know what they do uh, at tackle. I, I agree with you. Um, um, I, I think that they're most likely to invest in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would be, but I'd be very surprised if Bulaga's not back for one Me more too. season. He's and that's his last year of his deal as well. Um, yeah. Looking at it, so I, I agree. I think I'd be shocked if we didn't bring him in. And um, I keep him around, and then, um, but maybe invest in the draft much higher than maybe people are expecting at that position because, uh, I, you know, I think Spriggs has been a, a significant disappointment. 
Um, Murphy, we we released on an injury settlement just a couple weeks ago unceremoniously. Um, and, um, you know, the other guys on the roster, Tackle, Adam Pankney, and some of those other guys, like, um, they, they're, they're doing their best. But, um, but you know, I just – we're going to need to get a little bit more talent to protect the franchise. Sure. And, I, I yeah, I – I would be surprised if Bulaga um, doesn't retire after next season. I, oh, you I think just, so? Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think it, the scenario is that um, this is going to be his last season playing NFL football. And I thought he played w- reasonably well and uh, and actually stayed reasonably healthy most of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I He's always been someone that's been a little bit nicked up, and it seems like he's a little more injury prone than he probably is. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know that he hasn't been, you know, an amazing um, right tackle, but I think he's more than done his job and has been a good Packer here for a while. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see who a clear replacement they've got him on a pretty reasonable contract for all intents and purposes yeah, for this year i think they've got a team bad. option for yeah. just under seven million yeah, um bad. which i mean honestly that's a pretty good team mm-hmm. friendly deal um so i i would fully expect that balaga will be back next year mm-hmm. and that uh similar to the tight end they might invest in the draft um both at, at um ta- right tackle and and at guard yeah and hopefully you can develop some of those young guys to be ready to come in uh, when they move on. So yeah, I, I will. I, I want to highlight to you, and I don't want to forget him. Um, um, Lucas Patrick. I was going to mention him. I, I know he's your boy. I like Lucas Patrick, <laughs> man. I can't say no to, to. I can't. I can't forget to to to, to mention him. I think he's. Um, I think he's a nice player. I, in all honesty, I think I would agree. He may have shown enough that he's your kind of your backup guard yeah. next year. I, I don't think he showed that I'd be. Re- I mean, maybe he earns a starting he position. Might. He really I, I don't could. know. If he really earns it, great. But um, I, I would be fine with him as kind of the back de facto backup guy, that swing guy coming back um, if they don't bring uh, Byron Bell back to yeah. fill that role. Yeah, and, and, and uh, he is a um, – uh... Patrick is a uh, exclusive rights free agent, so the Packers are going to have every option to bring him back, and I do think that he's earned his. Um... It won't cost him much to do it. No, either, and he so. and I, he 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 really does seem to continue to develop, and I I I go back to that that play when Rodgers kind of took a shot earlier this year, and he showed the fire. I mean, he's the one that ran down and and got mixed in that, and I I like that kind of fire in him. He's one of those guys that's just scrappy, that's had to earn everything to to make a roster spot when he first made the team um, nobody was thinking he was going to be one of those guys that stuck and he's found a way to stick and and play NFL football now for a couple years so um, yeah I'm fired up talking about him because I, I, I love how he plays and I hope he uh, um, he earns a spot next year and maybe has a chance to play well Dane we all know that you're the uh, king of a fan of the underdog so uh, it's always fun to root for those guys yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah it's it's fun to see and he's got that fire and I, I like I like the way that he he got after it yeah, uh, with yeah. with uh, protecting Rogers. I, I mean, uh, that's how you earn a spot. I mean, that's it's right. little stuff like that. It's crazy as it sounds, but uh, but anyway, let's let's move over to the defensive yeah. side of the ball. Um, uh, probably not quite as much optimism over there, but um, I, I don't know. Let's let's just kind of get into it. So, uh, should we start with? Maybe the good, the bad, or the ugly. Um, uh, let's 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 go to the outside linebacker group. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good way it, to start. It was not a position that performed well this season. No. 
No, um, <laughs> no, it sure didn't. Uh, outside of, uh, uh, I, I, we got to give a little credit. I've been critical of him at times. Kyler Fackrell played pretty good football. Yeah, I guess he did. I, I, he, he was, he was good. Um, he, I think it was more just a surprise because we didn't see it coming. Yeah. Um, but credit to the guy. He finished with ten and a half sacks this year. Um, led the team. Um, was pretty good. I thought on the run defense Me too. too. And sometimes it's hard to find those outside guys that are getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, that are also playing good run defense it sure is a problem though egg sorry to cut you off but it sure is a problem when he's your standout outside linebacker no offense to him it's just like that's a problem when you got other guys that are making a lot more money that aren't performing at that this might be picking nets a little bit but it didn't seem like he was a guy that was consistently pressuring the quarterback it Mm -hmm. seemed like all of his sacks more more scheme related Mm -hmm. than him just going one-on-one and getting after the quarterback because if he wasn't getting sacks it didn't seem like his name was being called that often um so i'm not gonna go like like you said i'm not gonna go overboard um to me that's that's not an un um that's not an um something that you can overlook uh, you know you you get consistent pressure you, you may not be getting the sacks but that mm-hmm. can really disrupt an offense and that wasn't really what i saw from back roll so mm-hmm. Good season, definitely took a step forward, happy for that. But I, I wouldn't say that he's a de facto um, guy that you would rely on to, to rush the passer moving forward. Yeah, um, I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the big name is, is certainly Clay Matthews. He's pr- probably our biggest name free agent, he and Randall Cobb. Um, depending on the scheme, depending on how much Clay's looking to make, I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he's gone next year by any stretch. Um uh, they still talk him up pretty pretty highly. They talk about him doing other things and rushing the passer for the good of the team. Um, I don't know what Clay thinks his worth is. I don't know what his market worth is at this point. I'm really curious to see uh, what teams, how teams value him. But um, I really don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he's gone next year. I do think that there's a possibility that he's a role in the off, on the defense for the Green Bay Packers in 2019, but certainly not at how much he's been making over the past couple of years. Yeah, well, let's just be honest. If we're just talking about his performance at the outside linebacker position, he underperformed. Mm-hmm. I thought he was pretty good against the run, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, uh, and that's fine, but that's not what his job is. Um, you know, that's one of his jobs, right. but he he no longer disrupts the, the, the quarterback. Um, I, I thought he lost a little bit of his aggressiveness due to some of the kind of crummy uh, uh, penalties that he picked up early yeah. in the year. Certainly that was on spotlight. Um but uh, the fact of the matter is, is he, he's no longer a difference maker at his position. Um, so uh, to me, it's, it's age has caught up to him a little bit. Um, we can talk about, you know, free agency or what, what we would pay for him. Um, if he's willing to switch positions, right, uh, right. I, that's... I think he has value, but uh, not as an outside linebacker in a three-four. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, if if I'm the Packers, if that's their scheme, um, just strictly looking at performance um, and cost um, versus uh, benefit, uh, Clay uh, sorely underperformed this year. I love Clay Matthews. Yeah. Um, You've got his jersey. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's been – how long – he's been with the team forever. Since 09, um, I think. And right? he's still yeah. playing hard. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so 
I I agree with you. I think he definitely is a guy that could have a role, but um, I I'm I just have to say that strictly based on what his position was this year, if that's that's what you're looking, if you're if you're rolling that back and, and coming into next season, yeah. um, I, I think it would be a disappointment if if they don't make some changes there. Um, I think Perry's gone. Um, his his, his the contract his, isn't his, too too tough to get he, rid of right now. Yes, it's it's uh, it looks like they can cut him before the start of the league year and and it is as a minimal cap hit um uh, he has not lived up to that contract um quite frankly even when he's been healthy yeah. um so it's time to move on there um mm-hmm. and uh, you know they they there's some other guys that that we could look at i mean reggie gilbert reggie right? gilbert I mean, but i yeah. i think uh, again i i don't want to come across as being crass or critical but um they're just they're, he's just a guy to me um uh you know you don't he has he he, sh- he didn't really do much this season um and so after high expectations going into the year and, yeah and um, even, i think he had some opportunities yeah, this year to be quite honest with you if if there was ever going to be a time that he was going to show it this season was it wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah it it was i was disappointed to to you know he 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 picks his spots and he has a little bit of opportunity but he's not a guy that you want to be mixing in there um you know um for, uh, 15 or 20 snaps a game. I just don't think he he's that guy, unfortunately. And uh, the the other guy that I I wanted to make note of is uh, Kendall Donerson, who was our seventh round pick this year. Didn't make the team out of camp. Was signed to the practice squad. I was really hopeful late in the year that he he was going to have a chance to play, but even late in the year, um, there were games where he wasn't even dressed. I, I, I don't, I guess, understand that completely. I, I was disappointed in that because, um, we are looking for pass rushers. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, when, when guys that are draft picks, um, don't even dress that causes a little bit of concern um that meant that the coaching staff didn't think he was ready to be on the field and you know be one of the 45 um so we need to revamp the outside linebacker position we need pass rushers very very bad because i don't care how good um our dbs can be um if quarterbacks have five or six seconds to pass the ball, we're in an awful lot of trouble, and nobody can cover uh, NFL wide receivers for that long. Yeah, and and we we're we're under the assumption that we'll still be a three-four. We don't know that. Obviously, um, that could change. Um, I think we've said um, that if there is ever a, a, a time that a coach, a new coach, is going to come in and and uh, go back to a four-three type, just uh, nobody really runs that necessarily as as their base defense because you got guys moving all over the place in hybrid positions but for all intents and purposes um if if you're ever going to do that now is probably the time um but in any event i agree they definitely um had i i think the uh, outside linebacker group is going to look a lot different yeah. going into next season so let's look at the inside linebacker blake martinez yeah and he's been he was basically it this season wasn't he <laughs> yeah um, he he's a beast though i mean he he talked about another guy who's tough right um playing football at the middle linebacker position in the nfl he played every single defensive snap some weeks that's incredible to yeah me. um so fantastic season for blake martinez love he, him he's 
being asked to cover up a lot of warts, I think, uh, on that second level. Um, And he's doing as well as he can. He needs some help. Um, I think there's times where he loses a little bit of intensity, um, Mm -hmm. so he might benefit from not playing every snap um mm-hmm. but it's i mean that's that's tough to do that so kudos to him i i, I really can't um uh, say enough about his performance this year i i think he had a great season um if he brings that every season yeah. um I, I think that uh, uh packers and and us fans would be very pleased yeah wags he's he's he is a middle linebacker when you look at teams and you go who are guys on a defense that could be on a Super Bowl winning football team? Blake Martinez is a middle linebacker that could be on a Super Bowl winning defense. I agree. Yeah. Um, so some of the other guys, uh, obviously, um, um, uh, we, we uh, drafted uh, Oren Burks, yeah. and I, I thought that you know it's, he's, it's rookie season, but unfortunately, just didn't come in and have an impact. No, he he didn't he didn't um, really at all. I I don't remember really hearing his name all that much uh during the year i was i was looking for him and he didn't he wasn't around the ball quite as much as i i'd hoped for and he they drafted him to kind of play that uh joe thomas middle linebacker spot uh from previous seasons and um packer fans remember joe thomas's name was all up and down uh, some games in, in previous years. So he was playing a position that, um, you know, I know that the defense changed a little bit, but Burks got his opportunities. I saw him on the field, but uh, he wasn't around the ball as as much as I had hoped for. I do have hope, uh, you know, for a rookie to second year leap. That wouldn't be the first time that's happened, but I, I'm hopeful he can show a little bit more. He was banged up quite a bit in camp. Uh, so I will, I'm going to go ahead and chalk some of that up to it's hard to learning. On, it's hard to learn on the fly as a rookie linebacker um, in NFL football games. That's that's not a fair thing to ask of guys, but we ask of it all the time from NFL players. So sure. uh, I am hopeful that he makes that leap and that he's able to stay healthy in camp next year and um, and kind of stack success, as Mac would say, and, and, and grow into that role in year two. Yeah, so then a couple other guys. I, I, um, I thought uh, Morrison, um, he's not – super skilled um again he seemed like a guy that fulfilled his role Mm -hmm. um was probably on the field a little bit more than he should have been um but it was very intense i thought he played hard Mm -hmm. um so for that reason alone i mean again not a guy they made a huge investment in uh but i I would expect that he would have an opportunity to to come back on the team um so i i liked uh what the level of, of, of intensity that he bought out to the field. Definitely. Um, I, I thought that stood out a little bit. Uh, some, uh, sometimes you just need someone that has a, a little extra energy yeah. and, and he's not ever going to be a star defensive player. Uh, but you know, he's someone that I think if he, if you're bringing him in situationally, mm-hmm. uh, and you have, you don't have holes all over the field. Uh, I definitely think that he can can make some plays for you. So uh, I, I I liked what I saw from him. Um, and then uh, I don't know what we do with Jake Ryan. He's a free um, agent. He's a free agent. So again, you can't we can't really skirt the free agency yeah. discussion. But it's hard to say. Here's a guy that we really need, mm-hmm. um, but he hasn't been able to stay out on the field for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes. I thought last year he actually had a a pretty solid season um and again you can't blame someone for getting hurt but at the same time uh he's been in the league four years now i believe and and 
the impact that he's had for the investment that we made on him has been kind of um uh, it's been a little sketchy. When... It's it's a tale of two fourth-round picks, <laughs> Blake Martinez and Jake Ryan, right? I think they're both fourth-round picks, if I remember right, uh, with Jake Ryan coming out of Michigan. And um, I had a lot of high hopes for, for Jake. And, and when he plays, um, he... He's, he sometimes shows some flashes, but he's never going to be a flashy guy whatsoever. I would not be upset bringing him back on a, a, a very team-friendly deal and having him come into camp and battle. Um, I would love a scenario where Blake Martinez can get a couple snaps off during the game, and I think Jake Ryan could be the guy that gives him those spells, but I don't know if Jake Ryan's ever going to be that guy uh, that we can count on for 35 snaps in a game. Agreed. He's always kind of struggled in, in pass, prote- uh, pass coverage. Um, so that limits him a little bit. Um, to your point, um, he I, he doesn't seem like someone that should command a lot, a, a, you know, a lot of money. Um, he might get interest, but he's not going to command a lot of money. So it's really probably going to come down to what he wants to do and what the Packers want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might also be come down to a, a scheme guy. Yeah. Um, you know, it, we're again we're under the assumption that we're still running a three four defense. Um, if we if that changes or they want to you know use um, uh, someone like a Josh Jones in more of a hybrid role mm-hmm. at, at the second level, right. which we saw a lot of anyway this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite honestly, I, I don't think he's uh, showed that, uh, not to jump ahead, that he no. should really be uh, back in coverage, yeah, yeah. Um, clearly. Right. Um, then perhaps uh, uh, Ryan becomes a little bit more expendable. Mm-hmm. So, well, all right, well, why don't we jump? Let's, let's give a quick shout-out to James Crawford. He didn't play a lot of defensive snaps, but he did play some special teams. And uh, in a, a pretty down special teams year, I, I, number 54 Crawford, he did show some stuff. He was one of those guys out of camp uh, that um, – you know, wasn't flashy, but just kind of does his job. And I thought he did a good job there. I wouldn't be shocked if he actually came back uh, due to his special teams prowess next year. Um, he won't be a guy that a lot of fans know about, but he is a guy who who played a lot of special team snaps for us. And um, in a pinch, would probably play some middle linebacker for the Packers. But I I um, I don't know if he'll get that opportunity going into 2019 or not. Okay, so before we look at the secondary, let's look at the defensive line. Yeah, um, I honestly. I think there's a lot to be excited about. Yes. Um, there's there's some guys here. Yes. It's just, uh, you know, we need to – I can't harp on this enough. We we lost some some, some guys' key injuries, but, um, boy, oh, boy, you have to – can't help but think that this is uh, – uh, this is the strength of the Packers' defense at this point. Yeah, Wags, I mean, we can in, – in, in ink – put down Mike Daniels is going to be a starting defensive line for the pack. I don't want to steal your thunder, let's but let's do give, it. Let's give your boy Tyler yes. Lancaster a shout out. Yes. Right? He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, it, that's why some of these games at the end of the season matter. Yeah. Uh, he was given an opportunity. He had to go out there and play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 quite honestly, I don't care who the coaches are. I think he earned his way onto the 53 <laughs> man roster. just based on this, uh, the too. end of season performance alone. Yeah. He's fun. He, he's fun to watch. He's just another, he's just a hard playing guy. Like those guys, some of those guys, they just show up on tape and they show up during the game. You watch a guy and you watch a guy who just like fights every single snap. He was a fighter. I, I was so impressed by him all year when, once, once he made the active roster. Yeah. So, um, Mo Wilkerson, it's, I mean, 
yeah. jury's out. Uh, he was only on the team just this season, got hurt early in the season, didn't really have an opportunity to show anything. Yeah. Um, I think he's probably kind of just a petting guy. So, um, you know, I, I don't have any strong feelings one way or another. Um, uh, whether he should be back, uh, again, not jumping ahead to the free agency. No, right. Based on performance alone, it's it's hard to say that uh, he proved that he should be back on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, um, there wasn't anything that I could point to that say, you know, he underperformed or was an issue. So, um, so I, I would say he's just kind of a, a grade of incomplete or jury yeah. still out on him. Um, I don't know. Is there anyone else you want to touch on no, on the D-line? I, I mean, I mean, it really then we start to lump into some recent draft picks. Um, Montrevious Adams is, is, hasn't really shown all that much in his yeah. first two years. Been a disappointment. Yeah. Um, I think he was a third round pick. Yeah, he um, was pretty high. Yeah, and uh, it's it's I, I I would say he'll probably be back in camp. But uh, yeah, you're right. He didn't. Uh, yeah. He had another should have had an opportunity to show what he can do mm-hmm. at the end of the season, and we just didn't see his name at all. No, we didn't. And then um, we also had um, we also had um, Looney uh, James Looney, the D lineman, who was a draft pick, um, who again another guy who didn't make the uh, roster, the 53 man out of camp, but uh, signed on to the practice squad. Um, didn't get all that many as many snaps. I and I think that's a testament, quite frankly, even with injuries to guys like like uh uh like lancaster right lancaster played so well um we brought in uh fidel brown late in the year he he uh um showed a little bit of talent on a special team stop um uh, but um you know he he's another guy who might make his way into camp next year uh but i wouldn't be surprised to see a new face probably just one new face on that defensive line realistically um because um you know just my opinion looking at it and and granted again we're going off the three four defense um I, I look at the list, I see Mike Daniels, I see Kenny Clark, I see um, Dean Lowry, and I, I really do think Lancaster, um, those are four guys that I, I'd be shocked if one of those guys wasn't on the roster. So now we're talking about one or two other guys in a 3-4 defense uh, that, that um, add their name to that defensive line. So. Yeah, it's just nice that you can look at that position group, add that yeah. to quarterback and running back, mm-hmm. um, and probably offensive line. line for that m- uh, matter that you don't have to clearly invest in you know free agency to yes. upgrade um maybe they again not to jump ahead but maybe you bring wilkerson back for another one year sure. prove it deal um, but in any event you know you're pr- you, you have to feel really it's nice to, to be able to feel really good uh, about uh, a, a position group especially having two position groups in the trenches that you feel good yes, about exactly. certainly there's some um there's some gaps uh, to fill particularly depth wise mm-hmm. um and and here and there uh you know at, at right guard um and and bringing in that uh, right tackle of the future yeah. um but um as a whole uh, i thought the defensive line acquitted itself very well certainly had some injuries to key spots but you've got to feel pretty good about that position moving yeah forward. yeah wags i mean you're you're spot on i mean there's probably 20 teams in the nfl right now that that um that um you know would be dying to to be able to say you know you've got your O and D lines like relatively in order right so yeah you're, you're you're spot on I mean we we talk about um some of the the glaring the glaring weaknesses in the maybe the pass uh pass um rushing defense but 
um, yeah, the D line just um, just overall. I was actually even with um, with how the season went, I was pretty impressed by by some of those guys and and some of the hardest working guys on the defense play on that defensive line. All right, so let's keep moving forward. Yeah. Uh, let's look at uh, the um, cornerback position. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I'm just gonna just throw go right out there and say, um, how can you not love uh, Jair Alexander? Yeah. Um, just I mean he. he He's a guy that just was making plays out there in his rookie season. Yeah. Um, so uh, certainly has room to grow uh, and continue to develop. But um, boy, it's 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 exciting to have someone out there that you know you can feel confident in yeah. um, going into season two. That kick and ball. Yeah. Well, I like him. Um, yeah. So some of the other uh, cornerbacks, um, um, Josh Jackson. I, I I thought his play was really spotty. Yeah. Uh, we had to rely on him quite a bit here, especially in the second half the season um i'm not sure um what we have in him what are your thoughts on josh jackson um his tackling is brutal um i i thought his tackling was 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 noticeably poor um in coverage i was hoping for a little bit more of a, a big play i know he was um kind of grabby in camp and uh, i believe they even put oven mitts on his hands at one point because of his grabs i believe i read a report about that a couple months back um i was hoping for a little more i mean i i will be the first to say on draft day last year i went out on a limb and said i think jackson might be able to perform better than alexander so um clearly that wasn't the case this year um Jackson's going to have a spot on the roster going into 2019, yeah, no absolutely. doubt about it. Um, he's going to be there, um, but he didn't do enough for me to think that we shouldn't um, at least have some interest in bringing Breland back on a, on another contract as well. You know, that's and that's the thing is, you know, you've got somebody like King, you've got who's had some serious injury issues in his first couple seasons with us. We've got Alexander. I was hoping Josh Jackson would be the guy that we go. Well, there's our. There's our other guy to solidify the position, but he didn't show enough of that, and yeah. and that leads us then into um, Breland and 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 um, and King, and and what do we do with that cornerback position? Because there is a little bit of question marks there. So I think King is he showed something early this yes. season before he got hurt that he can be that impact guy Definitely. out on the edge. Um, so he's clearly ahead of of Jackson. Definitely. The yeah. reason I brought Jackson up first is because he's the one that you thought of. He played a lot more especially kind of that second half of the season. So I don't know if it was a matter of him not being ready or if it was the wrong scheme or if he may be out of position. Um, So, uh, but in any event, he was a guy that I thought um, had an opportunity and underperformed a little bit. Um, I know it was his rookie season, but um, I thought he uh, could have made more of an impact out there and and he just didn't didn't do that. Um, Breland, um, Kind of, he came in late. Um, I thought he made an impact. Yeah. I, I don't know what uh, he would cost to bring back, um, but um, I would be happy to see him come back next season. Yeah. Um, I thought he showed some uh, some pop um, out there, made some plays. Um, you know, he was a little bit rusty the first week yeah, or two sure out was, there. Yeah. Um, I, I, a little nervous about his injury. Um, so. Uh, 
you know, his injury history, you know, mm-hmm. he failed a physical was why he was uh, available to bring mm-hmm. in um, and and wasn't healthy, obviously, at the start of the season or right away when they brought him in. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I thought he performed pretty well and made a positive impact overall. Yeah. And I, I think if we went into to, to next season with with uh, the kind of the top four of the guys we already have on the roster of Alexander and Jackson and King and Breland, I'd be OK with that. I actually feel pretty comfortable with 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 that, especially if we can add some pass rushers. Yeah. So, and uh, to be honest with you, I think Tremont needs to move back and be more yeah. of a uh, dime um, uh, guy that you're going to have back in, in, in coverage mm-hmm. um, closer to the line of scrimmage. Um, he played, you know, he battled out there and was a team player to, mm-hmm. to go and move out to safety. Um, but I don't think that's his best position. And he wants to come back and play next year, too. Yep. We, we, we saw reports of that. I love Tremont. I think he's a, a like a all-time Packer, one of those guys that'll be in the Packer Hall of Fame someday. Um, I think he's a good leader. He did show some slippage this year, but I still think he can play a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he can't run, you know, as, as much as he used to. Um, so you just have to kind of have him. But he he is a steady hand out there mm-hmm. for on a uh, in a uh, secondary unit that clearly needs uh, – I think that's why Breland has some value, too, yeah. to be quite honest with you. Uh, I, I thought he was actually a really positive influence on some of the younger guys. So uh, for all uh, intents and purposes. So um, the, uh, yeah, so the performance of that, uh, you know, cornerback, I know cornerback is always, a, you know, a lightning rod for Packers fans and, and defenses as a whole. But I, honestly, aside from Josh Jackson, uh, I'm pretty excited about the step forward that most of these guys made mm-hmm. um, I'm a little concerned about King as some of the injuries yeah. that he's had but when he's been out there he's clearly showed that he belongs and in in and, and quite honestly, I thought he did take a step forward early this season. Mm-hmm. You, I could, I thought we were seeing some things from him um, where he was running and covering and and making some um, um, uh, pass deflections out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'd be, I agree, I, I would be happy if they bought all those guys yeah. back. And Wags, if we keep him, and 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 not to mention, I thought some pretty pretty solid play by Tony Brown down this stretch. The, the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we were able to keep Breland. Uh, and a, and a, a decent contract. Um, if we make no um, major um, investments in the cornerback position whatsoever going into camp next year, allow these young guys to get a lot of snaps. Um, you know, you'll have some extra camp bodies, but I think overall um, this cornerback room could be pretty much set. Yep, I, I agree. So um, they might move some guys around, a la Jackson and, and yeah. Tremont, and but um, they were probably. I mean, realistically, uh, one guy just may not have been ready. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope that's the case. Um, and one guy probably just uh, it was playing out there a little more than yeah. he probably should have been for this stage in his career. Um, but um, uh, I, I, I would be very comfortable uh, moving forward with with that entire crew. It's just, as amazing as that sounds. Isn't that incredible? Yep. Yeah. Um, safety, uh, probably a different story. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> safety is like cur- currently uh, the dumpster is on fire outside Lambo, the, uh, the shop. Co uh, exits <laughs> because yeah. I, I there's nobody in the safety uh, position that I'm I'm sold on. Right Is now. it as simple as that? Uh, I don't want to pile on on any of these guys, but quite honestly, um, I don't think any any 
uh, player. I, again, I get I get Tremont was playing safety at the end of the year, so I'm yeah. kind of just I'm taking him out of that. Yeah, group, me too. Me too. Because uh, I just don't see that. Is I'd be surprised, frankly, if that's that's where he's at next season. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of these guys should be back next season. I think the you wags. So that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. So you're, I mean, if you, if you look at the roster right now of safety, um, you know, we've got, we've got guys like guys that are kind of just guys, right? I mean, Eddie Pleasant came in late. Um, I, he's a free agent. Gone. Gone. Right. I mean, Kentrell Bryce. Uh, <laughs> gone. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I know that, you know, he, <sighs> I, I just I'm sorry he had an opportunity I feel like he was kind of um, someone that we had some hopes for and yeah. he can't cover uh, I I don't trust him uh, you need someone back there that you can trust to cover that backside of the the defense yeah. and he couldn't do it I, uh, I was really disappointed in him actually this year yeah, he, he he's one of my biggest disappointments on the season he he could tackle. Sometimes. reasonably well yeah. uh sometimes uh, yeah but no um let's move on yeah um josh jones. i think josh jones might be more of an outside linebacker in, yeah. in certain defenses uh, i am sticking with my kind of staying in scope of let's just looking at the position he played yeah. he's gone uh it's sort of like the clay matthews he underperformed at his position mm-hmm. uh if the team feels like he has some value and he's willing to and the team wants to uh try moving him into a different position or a different defensive unit fine mm-hmm. but at the position he played this past season um i He's gone. Uh, I, I know he's a younger guy, um, and they invested in a, a pretty high draft pick in him, yeah. uh, but he just hasn't done it. He he had so many opportunities to come in early and earn a spot, and he got beat out by Kentrell Bryce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, to me, he, he just is, is not... Uh, a starting safety in the league at this no. point. Uh, no, so. he's not. And I mean, other guys is like Ibrahim Campbell, who came in late again. He's just a guy. Just right? a guy. Uh, they don't. They clearly need to upgrade there. I don't. I'm not going to say that it was a mistake. Um, uh, not to uh, you know be a little bit more aggressive at that position mm-hmm. in free agency last year, but with uh, with the deflated market, they had every opportunity right. to bring in a couple of players to be that stopgap and just steady the back end of that defense, yeah. and it wouldn't have cost them uh, you know pretty much anything to do it. So um, if that's going to be a little bit of a criticism of Goody there, so that's be fair. it. But yeah. I, I'm I, I'm confident he learned from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they were being a little cute, quite honestly, with that position. They had a little bit of money that they could have just uh, bought in a couple of guys, um, you know, and, and they didn't do it. So yeah. I, unless the market for safety completely turns around this offseason mm-hmm. um, in terms of it becoming a higher price uh, for the market, um, it shouldn't be that hard for them to upgrade that position. That's the silver lining, right? Right there is the fact that of, of all the positions, I think it's one of the weaker positions on the defense, but it's also potentially one of the most fillable just because of the uh, the, the finances and for whatever reason. That market for safeties is almost non-existent. Yeah, and I just – I'm sorry, but I don't want – okay, maybe they can – bring in some mid-round mm-hmm. uh, guys in the draft at safety. But I, I'm not, I don't want another young guy on the back end of that secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need some, some veteran, mm-hmm. um, a known commodity. Um, and we'll get into that more in the free agency discussion. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, wholesale changes need to be made at that position. Is it, sure. is it, is it uh, concerning that, um, 
the, the guy I'm most excited about that plays safety exclusively for the Packers is Raven Green. <laughs> <laughs> that's concerning. We didn't mention his name, and maybe that says quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm more excited about Raven Green than any other uh, safety. Uh, you know, Tremont, I again, I don't count Tremont as a safety for, for you know full term. He's a, he's just going to be a defensive back probably going into next year. Yeah, um, and we'll see. Maybe Josh Jackson is eventually a guy that moves to safety. That might be yeah. a better position for him. Um, I understand why they didn't do that this season and went with Tremont. He just needed someone with some experience yep. back there and not someone that's you know having to overthink. Yep. Um, so I, I that was I don't think that would have been an option this season. Um, but perhaps that's something that they decide to do moving forward. Yeah. Um, Wags uh, special teams. <laughs> coverage um, pretty solid but yeah. i feel like that should just be sort of an automatic yeah. at this point the yeah. way that you know special teams is run in the nfl in this day and age um I, we're gonna have obviously a, a new special teams coordinator uh, <laughs> so um and yeah i, I think uh, uh davis I'd be surprised if he's back. He doesn't cost much, so maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, I guess it depends if they feel like there's a better option. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't want them to go out of their way to draft guys just because they're a return man. Um, I want the best player at, at the spot they're drafting in every round. Um, but, um, you know, I would I would think that they're going to move on there. Um, we need to be better in the return game, but, you know, uh, when – you could legitimately say they they would have been better off fair catching and letting um, and taking a touchback every single time in the yeah. return game this season whenever it would have been at all possible. Um, then you've got sort of a problem. So um, so yeah, they personnel wise, it's not just the coaches, but personnel wise, they need to to make some upgrades. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Crosby will be back next season. He was a little maligned this year. Yeah. Um, quite honestly, somewhat deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Um, it may have cost us a game or two yeah. uh, with, with his performance. But that being said, um, the question is, do you want to invest in that position? And, and you know, um, I think Crosby, I trust him. Um, I do too. Uh, yeah. So I, I I would expect him to be back. They they may bring in a kicker in camp though. Right? Um, I mean I, I'd be what a disappointment even, that was. Yeah. Um, was that the coaches? Uh, was that just the player? I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but man, you you draft a punter and yeah. and he, J.K. Scott. Um, I, 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 I hate piling on players. I really do, but um, being overly critical, but he just didn't perform well this season, uh, especially for what they invested in. Um, so he wasn't what, what we needed. Um, I was a little nervous about drafting a punter to begin with, mm-hmm. and then you get a guy that's a southern a southern punter that, that you know, um, you, and then you bring him up north, and, and punting in Lambeau is a whole different animal. Mm-hmm. Um, cold weather, winds, all of that, outdoors. And so um, I'm not saying that is an excuse for him, but um, we need better performance there, whether mm-hmm. that's just um, more – a better tutelage from from the coaches let's or, let's say that well, let's just say that i'm fine with uh with uh saying this is all ron zook's fault okay um, i blame him for everything right now yeah. and uh and I, I i i genuinely am excited to see um 
a different special teams coach work with JK. JK definitely has a leg on him. Yeah. Um, and I, um, you know, he, he was dealing with that. He was dealing with holding issues. There was a new long snapper. We had drafted Hunter Bradley, um, who, you know, it was a little shaky at times. I thought there was a couple punts that looked, or uh, long snaps that looked a little off. So JK's worrying about that. While he's also got Mason, who's been doing it forever, kind of probably in his ear sometimes and telling him where to spot the ball. He, you know, JK had a lot going on. I, I, I am excited to, to, to see somebody else work with him. I, I don't think he's a lost cause at no. all. I think yeah. I, I, I actually feel comfortable with him long term. I think he can grow from his experiences this year. Yeah, I would agree that some competition will come in and hopefully that does him some good and a new voice will do him some good and maybe it's just again he was a rookie throwing in and he had to punt a lot this year yeah, more than I'm you'd sure want him to uh, to be quite yeah. honest with you so uh he was asked to do a lot and um so uh underperformed but uh maybe i, I agree uh let's see what he can do in in, in year two um but and just overall just an overall thought on special teams yeah. Let's not understate how much of an impact improvement in special teams could make yes. in the team's performance. Um, it doesn't even have to do with turnovers or allowing, mm-hmm. um, you know, fake punts or fake field goals to turn into points or, or getting right. first downs um, or fumbling or, um, but or even just the myriad of penalties that seems like every team, let's be honest, probably gets sure. on special teams. Um, field position matters. Um, converting, hitting field goals, all the little things that were just so sloppy this yeah. year that if, if the Packers even are league average on special teams, that can make a significant uh, difference that helps every part of the team. It helps their offense if they've got better field position. It helps the defense that they're not having to go back out there on the field when they've made a stop. Um, You know, they're not giving up points on special teams. Uh, So the defense and the offense has to work that much harder to make up for them. So, so, you know, we just need... It's sort of like what we said before the season. If, If the defense can be league average and special teams unit can be league average and don't get me wrong that we shouldn't be happy with that as the expectation but honestly if if that's if that's what we can get from the performance uh, of that unit um that can make a significant impact on on the rest of the uh, game and and Mm -hmm. the performance of the team as a whole definitely wags i mean give aaron Rodgers the ball at the 35 instead of the 25 right like Mm -hmm. talk about even 10 yards sometimes can can make a world of difference i remember the super bowl year in 96 i'm gonna pull this out of my brain if i if i remember right Favre got the ball around the 40 yard line on average i mean think about that yeah so i mean and that's maybe a little much to ask but if you're giving aaron Rodgers the ball um you know closer to the 50 than to his own end zone more often than not we're gonna be scoring points quite a bit right and when we're not um, now we're punting deeper into yes. the opposing uh, 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 side of the field, and we're making their offense work that much harder. I don't want to be expecting J.K. Scott to have to punt fifty uh, the the ball fifty yards every time. That's a 
field position problem right there. Well, right? yeah, and that might help if we're not playing to get to third down and then putting it all on Rogers. That's but right. that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but no, I, that was a, I think that was a pretty good assessment, though, overall. And I, like I said, we'll talk more about free agency and, and both our guys and other uh, guys from other teams that are going to be um, free agents and, and NFL draft. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be coming up over the, the next few weeks. Um, so but, I think just to overall, let's sum up a little bit here. If, if uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we felt really, uh, despite some injuries, uh, really good about the defensive line moving forward into next year and, and the players that we have coming yes. back. Um, uh, real solid with the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have a, uh, perhaps a competition at right guard, um, and we're under the belief that um, Bulaga will be back, and I feel uh, pretty good with that. Um and then obviously quarterback and the running back groups uh, we feel re- really good about and actually pretty good uh, with the cornerback yeah. uh, group um, uh, need definite improvement uh, mm-hmm. would be um, I, I think we need to see a step forward from the wide receiver group mm-hmm. um, and uh, we need to uh, see some improvement from the uh, inside linebacker group. Dumpster fires at this point would definitely be the secondary and outside linebacker mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I would say the tight end position is not in the dumpster fire group, no. uh, but definitely need to see its improvement there. Uh, yeah. Would that be kind of a fair summary? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, absolutely. I mean, so that can kind of frame our discussion as we move forward yeah. in some of the free agency and draft discussions. Yeah, well. for sure. I mean, all wide receivers not named Devontae Adams have stuff to prove still, right? I mean, uh, all middle linebackers not named Blake Martinez, like stand up, right? It's time. And then outside, uh, you know, DB, like we said, safety, let's get some safeties in there for yep. for the love of, of Lombardi. Let's get some of those guys in there. And then we need some pass rushers too. All right. So we've gone quite a long <laughs> ways there. We've, we've, we're, uh, so if there's anyone still listening to yeah. us right well, now, thanks for hanging in there. I, 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 Maybe I, we should just give a quick update on, on the coaching situation. Wags, you're right. I mean, and and um, and we we went in depth with some of the the potential coaches last week. So this week we've had confirmed interviews with Jim Caldwell and Chuck Pagano. Um, Joe Philbin interviewed on January second. Um, Josh McDaniels on January fourth. Uh, uh, Brian Flores as well, another Patriots coach, uh, also interviewed on the 4th. Um, then who do we got coming up here um, today, the 5th? We've got a couple guys, too. Carmichael, um, uh, who you mentioned and you were high on, yeah. with the offensive coordinator for the Saints. They're also going to be um, um, interviewing uh, Dan Campbell, yeah. uh, tight ends coach and assistant head coach for the Saints. Also took over for Philbin down in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a name that we didn't mention last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's definitely would be a culture guy, but um, um, we expected that you know he's again he's coming from uh he's been working with uh, sean payton the last few years assist, associate head coach uh so he's been kind of tied to several positions mm-hmm. around the league um so we'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see uh if that's a name to kind of uh, keep our eye out on um I, it seems like carmichael might have slid into more of a secondary um uh, candidate uh, tier at this point, sure. given that he was in 
wasn't uh, initially someone that they requested to interview. Um, but uh, certainly, let's let's see what happens. Uh, mm -hmm. They are interviewing him today, and then they're uh, going back to Green Bay, and they've got a couple guys coming in tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be um, interviewing Matt Lafleur uh, tomorrow, um, and it sounds like a late addition tomorrow. Um, uh, reportedly, Adam Gase will be interviewing uh, tomorrow as well in yeah. Green Bay. So, yeah, and he's the former coach of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. and so two offensive guys that have pedigree. Mm -hmm. um, certainly, Gase uh, is coming off of a head coaching position and seems to be right away sort of a hot candidate yeah, does, for another position. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure how I feel about him. I, I made my feelings known about the Dolphins organization. Yeah. I, I don't have, uh, I'm not high on the Dolphins, so I kind of take uh, failures there with a grain of salt. Um, but um, Gaze uh, certainly was a hot candidate before he went there. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's hear him out and see what happens. Um, I, I wouldn't be super high on him but um I, I i guess we'll i would just have to see how that goes uh if the if if murphy and i'm gonna be on board with whoever yeah, they hire yeah, let's too. just be honest with yeah. you um but um um, LaFleur, I think, is an interesting name. Uh, he's got that pedigree, mm -hmm. um, got a chance to call plays for the Titans. There's been a lot of comparisons to um, uh, him being sort of a, a, in a similar situation as McCarthy was. Yeah. Um, didn't coordinate a top-ranked uh, offense in his one year yeah. um, right. uh, before he got the head coaching position. Certainly. But had success prior. But had yeah. success prior. Yeah. Has worked with some good quarterbacks and some good systems. Worked. Uh, he worked with... Um, uh, uh, with um um I'm sorry, I'm I'm blanking out now. I'm, my brain's fried. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long but day. Uh, yeah, Kyle Shanahan, he's yeah. worked under him. Um, very successful when the uh, Falcons went to the Super Bowl. Um, he was a quarterbacks coach uh, under him, and, and he also has uh, worked under McVay. Certainly not as the uh, as the offense coordinator for the Rams, not as a play caller, but mm -hmm. uh, that would have been why he may have gone over to the Titans. And the Titans, let's be honest, they're more of a defensive first yeah. uh, team anyway. Um, so um, they were run heavy um and so it'd be interesting to see um if he might be a name let's i i wouldn't be shocked if he's a name that we start hearing more and more mm -hmm. um and if they want to wrap up this coaching uh search early um he would be someone that they'd be able to to go and get right away yeah i mean i uh, i think we've said it all almost i i do think that the green bay packers front office is doing their due diligence with with a lot of qualified candidates there's some other names that are potentially going to be out there and that could be added um, to, to uh, official interviews as we progress and, and as that happens I think we'll we'll continue you know to to have commentary with future podcasts but we've got a lot of guys coming into Green Bay uh, we're interviewing an awful lot of um, qualified candidates and I'm I think that um, you know we're going to learn a lot about this this front office and this this um, the direction we want to go in the next yeah. couple weeks uh, yeah I will say this if the Packers don't hire a coach this week, mm -hmm. um, then we know that they're probably keying in on one of the Saints guys or one of the Patriots guys, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. is this, isn't it as simple as that, Dane? I, I, I mean, um, if they are protracting the interview process, they've already interviewed a ton of guys. Um, if it's then it's it, it 
benefits all parties involved to keep in bringing in additional coaches to interview so that you know you're able to extend the process and that doesn't then things don't get leaked out um and those coaches are able to focus on their job and finish off the season as far as that goes um, before you because you can't officially announce them until their seasons are over anyway um it looks like all the college guys that we talked about as we expected are Mm -hmm. out of the picture at this point um and i'm completely fine with that um on the other hand if they want lafleur um or they want any of the other guys that aren't currently employed mm-hmm. um by nfl teams they could we could have a head coach as Anytime. early as next week Anytime, um yeah. and boy that's a kind of an ex- exciting prospect too i yeah. i'm just i'm i am on pins and needles i'm excited to see what happens i am too so you know stay tuned as we uh continue to uh to get through this this coaching search and we'll be back shortly in the you know in the coming days and weeks to do an, another podcast um, so just thank you so much for listening. Um, just uh, what an exciting time to be a Packer fan. Yeah. Um, if you don't hear from us from another podcast um, this week, it's probably because we aren't announcing That's right. uh, a, a new head coach. Uh, I think we'll definitely want to talk to uh, about the new head coach if if that is announced. So yeah. um, so we're we're it's a little bit up in the air uh, when our, our next pod will uh, be. Uh, but um, hope you enjoyed this discussion around the um, a kind of season in review with the position. Our uh, longest groups. podcast yet, yeah. Wags. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, um, looking forward to talking about the uh, next head coach yep. um, and then who they, he'll bring in for assistance. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be able to jump right into that pre-agency <laughs> discussion. Yeah. So it's going to be fun, fun to continue uh, uh, looking at um, – uh, going full throttle in uh, off-season discussion um, and uh, re- and and getting back to championship level program yes. moving forward. Yes. Yeah, so so thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Lambo Leap Pod or on Instagram, and our Instagram account is Lambo Leap Podcast. Um, we love uh, answering questions and, and interacting, and uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, doing this. We plan on continuing it. So thanks so much, and uh, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.